What it is, what it do, gamers. This is Kevin, aka Shonuff71. You've tuned in to season two, episode six of the Gaming Vessels podcast. As usual, I'm joining the digital studio with my partners in crime. We got the Bay Area Terror Dez. What's going on, brother? Not much, not much. Again, just happy to be here with all of you fine people. So thank you for joining us. Absolutely. We also have with us Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, bro? <laughs> not much. Just grateful to actually take a breather today. Breather. I've been uh, at it. I've been mm. at it working. and You've been on that work grind, bro. I know. I know. It's, so. it's, it kills me to see you. I look at my PSN account and it's like, Communicara has not last login like six days ago. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> I feel you, buddy. I feel yeah. you. <laughs> well, you know, we might have to name this episode uh, the Joe Show. Because what we're going to do for you folks is we're going to we're going to kind of take a look behind the curtain, we're going to lift the veil of the mind of a professional trader. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to share with you some of those Trader Joe tips and tricks that uh, allows you to, you know, get consoles for practically nothing and <laughs> get, get them bonuses and, uh, acquire games, uh, be able to buy more games than maybe you normally would. And, um, you know, these are probably some some tips and tricks that you're probably, uh, I'll say just for myself, uh, unless you're just, you know, looking at general ads and whatnot, you may not be aware of. So we're going to lift the veil on how to be a cheap-ass gamer. I hope that's not trademarked. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> Well, one thing, I mean, I want to take it layer by layer, too, because, you know, just depending on the amount of time investment you want to make is just depending, you know, as far as how you want to deep dive in this thing. You know, there's people online that, you know, I'm even more, you know, traderific than even I am. I mean, they're trading to get uh, air flights to places and, and getting uh, Whole food gift cards from GameStop and all this other crazy shenanigans. And so I've always just looked at it as a thing for me to, you know, be able to finance my hobby and get all the games I want without having to, you know, lay everything out. And mind you, if I was, you know, rich enough, hell, I would probably pay everything. <laughs> buy everything I want out of pocket and just say heck with it. But uh, a lot of it's like a, almost like a game within a game, if you can imagine that. So, but uh, the meta yeah. of the acquisition, you got it, man. So, uh, first things first. I mean, I, usually I think this would apply for people not even listening to this podcast. But um, one thing, if you really wanted a game on the cheap and get a bounty of riches you would probably stick a generation behind or kind of hold yourself to picking up games on black friday when it's like 20 30 bucks on there i mean 
if you know anyone that's not a gamer that wants to buy a console and they're not you know rich or they don't want to maybe um, they want to play a little bit more than what they're used to. Obviously, you got to look at the what's out there right now. Um, obviously, if you're able to get a 360, a PS3, or a Wii U on there, you know used games are a lot more reasonable out there. Uh, GameStop and other retailers, you know, you could practically pick up games four for twenty bucks on there um you could also look at back catalog stuff even on current gen stuff like psn xbox live nintendo network and and pick up stuff that's more reasonable on there um that's something to keep in mind too also both subscription services xbox live playstation plus you're looking at games of the month you know like for march this month you know you got bloodborne and ratchet and clank i mean god i got you got like enough games on the playstation side if you really want to just to, you know, stay as cheap as humanly possible. <laughs> you probably have stuff to play now. Whether you want to play some of those free games, that's a whole other thing in a nutshell. But uh, what do you guys think about the as far as you know, trying to game on the cheap? You know, maybe just sticking to older games, sticking to cheaper games. Is that sometimes what you guys do, especially if it's something to where you don't have itching for something new to play and don't have a lot of dinero you want to kind of spend spend out? No. No, I, I don't. I don't buy, you know, last gen games. I just don't. That's just nothing that uh, appeals to me. I want, you know, I want new games. <laughs> oh, I know. You know, I want, I want new games. So yeah. I don't usually worry about about getting stuff like that. So, well, uh, if, you, if yeah. you buy a if you buy a PC, Desmond, you think you're going to start like digging into some of the back catalog stuff first? Or oh, just probably. Gonna- you know, yeah, probably, most definitely. I mean, I probably will. It's just at this point, no. You know, I want, I want the new stuff. You know, I want the, yeah. I want the cool stuff. You know. <laughs> what about the games on PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live? Either you two. Uh, I mean, is this you get and extract any value out of either of those two? Uh, I, I think I, the go ahead, go ahead, Kev. Go ahead, Kev. Uh, I would say the value. It, it's it, your mileage may vary, and I say that with. Uh, PSN and Xbox. So I know with PlayStation, what typically happens is that those uh, AAA games or those uh, real popular ones, I either already have or really aren't. I'm really not interested in playing. Uh, with the with Xbox, it's it's probably it's. I, I would guess it's the same thing. A lot of the games that they're going to have. I've already either played on PlayStation or in in some cases or played or playing on P on the PC. So again, mileage may vary, but what I what I was going to uh, going back to uh, experimenting or or picking up with uh, a generation behind uh, that was really a. And I'm sure it still is, but I saw a lot of people doing that last gen. Uh, there are people, you know, back when the 360 and PS3 was the new hotness. I know several people, uh, acquaintances of my wife, uh, who were whose children were very much into uh, video games or wanting to get into video games, but uh, parents were on a budget and, you know, uh, I can't the, the the PS3 and the 360 were not. I mean, they were not inexpensive to get at the at that time. And I had told um, uh, a couple of people 
I said, hey, take a look at the PlayStation 2. I mean, you could get one for a song and a dance, uh, the the that slim one. And the games were, you know, five, ten bucks, you know, maybe at the most. Some of them were were uh, go on eBay, find some copies for, th- you know, three and four dollars. It's yeah. I mean, that was that was really the the, you know, the the. Uh, for lack of a better word, the 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 pauper's riches right there was that was that PS was that PS two at that time. I mean, um, I mean, even I now. really haven't. I would just yeah, even now. But uh, if we're talking like from three hundred and sixty to PS three now in this current generation, I mean, uh, what GameStop had a deal. What was it? A hundred bucks will get you a Wii, a PS three, and a three hundred and sixty. Yeah, it was something ridiculous over the holidays. Yeah. yeah, yeah, on there. So definitely something to keep in mind. I mean, back catalog stuff is you know I, I want to dig in my back cat catalog as well to maybe kind of slow my roll on buying new games. But you know, like Desmond said, I mean it's all about the new hotness, of course, and getting along with friends, and especially if it's an online game, you know, it's something to where you want to go and do that now. Um, and that's people- perfect. I'm, I'm sorry, that's perfect for kids. Yeah, you know, if I've yeah. got a if I've got a, a eight year old niece, well, I do have an eight year old niece. I don't really want her on Xbox Live or PlayStation Network. Uh, you know, getting getting called all kinds of obscenities when she wants to jump into a game. So, a lot of these older consoles, and and she's not going to, you know, is she really going to care about four K? <laughs> No, you're right. You're 100 percent right. It's like you know, they don't need all the new hotness. Sorry. No, no. I, I, mean, I don't think you guys even care about 4K. <laughs> well, I do. I just, I just every time I get ready to get to get a, a set, something new comes up. Like, uh, yeah. we we bought a car like a couple weeks ago, so there goes my 4K money. But uh, <laughs> um, that, I mean, for a kid, for someone who is just, you know. Dipping the dipping their toes into gaming period, who has no no baggage, quote unquote, from a previous generation or console manufacturer or anything else. They're just trying to get in on the cheap and something just just uh, uh, trying to get into the hobby. I mean, that's the, that the prior generation, the past generation method is. That's probably the best the best way to go, especially if they're not if they don't care about online gaming. That would be that's absolutely perfect. Now, for more diehard gamers like the people that might listen to our show and that kind of thing, obviously the the basic bare minimum is to either have Amazon Prime or Best Buy Gamer Club Unlock on there because to me that's been a godsend like you know 20% off new games any new games I do want to try I mean obviously it's something to where if you don't want to bother having to trade some games in a GameStop and, and making a little profit and kind of doing the thing over there uh, that's something that's just very basic to do and, and a little bit I mean 30 bucks for two years of Gamers Club Unlock out of pocket at Best Buy um, also there's some titles that allow you to be able to get at least $10 in reward certificates coming 
coming back. So not only are you getting a game for $47.99 plus tax, you're able to get $10 in reward certificates coming back as well. Amazon Prime, the good thing about that, sometimes if another retailer might lower the price like Walmart.com or something like that, Amazon will uh, keep an eye on other retailers and will lower a price on there accordingly. I know I have a a pre-order for a price mistake that was made, I think, by Walmart.com, the Amazon match for the Crew 2, which is not coming out till the end of this year. And I got like a pre-order for the Gold Edition for like 60 bucks, which is normally retails for like 110 I think. So it's like mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous in a way uh, to be able to take a look at that on there. Also, another like really easy thing to do is if you do game sharing, uh, either on Xbox uh, One or on PS4 on there to be able to share games with a friend on there. Obviously, I should do game sharing, but I do it with my wife because I got two place two PlayStation 4 Pros in my household. But say, for instance, if you have a good friend and he's looking to buy games online, all you have to do is basically establish his PS4 as your uh, main PS4 and vice versa and basically go to town. You, you two can share games back and forth and uh, there's no harm no foul on that so you know you're just looking at um, having to share games with a buddy on there and then kind of coordinate with your buddy who's going to buy what on there to be able to play on that so same thing happens with Xbox Live as well with Xbox One on there so Something to take a look at. I know for us, at least, you know, Desmond, you have two PlayStation 4s because you share with your husband. So, you know, it's just it's just something to look at uh, maybe with a friend, especially if you don't have multiple systems in the house or if you don't have kids in the house to, that you want to share your games with. That, that might be something to where, you know, like maybe you and Damon, <laughs> Kevin, uh, could possibly do some game sharing possibly too as well. So, Yeah, um I mean, I, I obviously I would have no problem uh, game sharing with 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 my homies. You know, either one of you guys, uh, Damon, uh, Des, or you. Um, I think the um, the issue with game sharing is that you really have to know who it is that you're sharing with. Exactly. Um, yeah. I have heard too many horror stories of folks who get on these message boards and, you know, trying to save a little money. I understand it. I mean, I've been knowing, I've been knowing you guys for well over 20 years. So I, I think it's, it's safe, but, uh, people, you know, getting on there and sharing vital information and then just having either their either, you know, credit card information stolen, what have you, so I would just add the caveat, if you're going to do the digital sharing route, make sure you know who you're sharing with. And I mean, it, hey, if going on NeoGAF or I guess what it is, Reset, Resetera now and doing and getting on that, that thread and finding somebody to, to game share, if that works for you, fine. But you do it at your own risk when it's somebody you really don't know. You know, you're totally on the honor system with that stuff, unless you're just uh, 
getting buying game, you know, like uh, PSN cards and Xbox Live cards. So if anything does get jacked, you're, that's just all you're out. Because me myself, I don't have my personal information on any of these consoles. Uh, but uh, just just do you know do a little uh, think about it before you jump into that with someone you really don't know. Just be practical about it, you know. That's basically it. Just keep in mind, you know. And if you find a buddy, obviously I can't share with either of you guys because I'm sharing with my wife. So you know, and you know, it's just the way it goes. You know, Aww. for those odd <laughs> odd games that come out that we both want to play on there. So, okay. and, and and one more thing, I, like you were saying, Joe, the a game Gamers Club Unlocked really is a, is a gift from a gift from above. I have and to agree. I do not understand. For the, I mean, I'm, I ain't trying to tell anybody how to spend their own hard-earned money. But until digital games get those same discounts, I don't understand why folks, unless game sharing is a higher priority. In that case, I, I completely understand. But when folks say, oh... I'm not game sharing with anybody. I'm just too lazy to get up and and put a disc in my in my console. I'm sorry, that 20% is worth the five feet it's going to take me to walk from my couch to my entertainment center and put a disc in. I mean, yeah. I mean that it, it it's 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 just it's kind of like uh, why am I going to uh, it, it give these folks more money? When I don't have to, you know, uh, but, you know, hey, <laughs> I get it. Digital is convenient. It's already on your hard drive. And, hey, I, I can just click it and go. I'm going to save that money. That's just me. <laughs> well, not only that, you're pretty much you're committing to keeping a game. You cannot extract any value exactly. uh, out of a digital game whatsoever. I mean, pretty much it's a done deal. You bought that thing. There's no way for you to, you know, trade it back in or get any value out of it. You know, when exactly. you buy a when you buy a Steam game on PC, guess what? You own that Steam game, no matter if you bought for sixty bucks, like I know Kevin, you did with Wolfenstein Two on there. You know, or you know, you just and I, I regret it, <laughs> not because the game is bad but literally a couple months afterwards it's down to 29.99 you know and it's just like oh my gosh yeah but if there's some games you have to have on launch i mean pretty much you know if you're buying new i you know unless you have to go to the local GameStop or you don't want to go to best buy for some reason or you don't want to sign up for amazon prime which is a hundred bucks but you know granted you get a lot of other benefits out of it of course so on there keep that in mind on there obviously you know xbox has their xbox games pass which we have talked about ad nauseum on this show so that's something else to keep in mind as well along with ea access but uh, subscription type services we haven't really seen anything on the playstation side besides playstation now we haven't seen anything current gen yet so that's something to keep in mind maybe for later maybe in a generation or two on that now and for the meat of all meats if you want to go and take a um, a deeper level as far as trying to save um, basically what I try to do and this is I wouldn't want to say my magic formula but just kind of things that, things that have evolved over time on there I've always 
um, traded games in uh, all my gaming life. You know, I've traded like a sometimes to my detriment, like in my almost my entire Super Nintendo collection to get a 3DO back in like the 90s, like 95, 94, right around that time. I know I traded in a bunch of like 16-bit Genesis and SNES stuff to get a Atari Jaguar because a uh, Dave Halverson and diehard game fan was just like you know stroking my uh, game boner about getting super <laughs> excited over crap like Cybermorph and like Aliens versus Predator on the on the Atari Jaguar. I know. So, um, but what you would want to do, okay, is especially all right. Get your pencil look. and papers out, y'all. Yeah. And really, folks, this when when I was talking about how I got an Xbox One X and a, and a Switch, this is how I was able to do it. And as you know, thanks to Trader Joe for cluing me into what was going on. So this is the meat and potatoes of how you can be your own Trader Joe. So yeah, like Dad said, break out your pencil and paper. You're gonna need it. Okay. <laughs> One thing. Monitor for uh, clearance games and games on sale at your various retailers. That's going to be Target, Walmart, Best Buy, Redbox, Amazon on there. Uh, Keep in mind, I mean, you're going to have to keep an eye out and see what the values are for trading in both at Best Buy and at um, GameStop. And they both have apps. They both have a a trade calculator on each of their websites um though both of those calculators can change on a daily basis though uh, keep that in mind but uh you know it's good to keep an eye out on both wario 64 on twitter and video game deals which is hooked up with the website cheap ass gamer on twitter and the monitor for you know games on clearance and that kind of thing so and what me and kevin really did uh is that there was a lot of games that were going on the cheap at various retailers like best buy um walmart you know stuff like you know Plants vs Zombies, Garden Warfare Two, uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two. You know games that normally I don't think any of us would even, you know, take a take a cursory look at best. <laughs> Probably, at, you know, mm-hmm. um, Rory McIlroy's PGA Tour Golf. You know stuff like that on there. So if you're able to keep an eye to see what's on clearance at your local retailers, and a good way to keep an eye out for this is that. On the website Cheap Ass Gamer, there is a Target clearance thread. There is a Walmart clearance thread. Um, there's ways to find out uh, looking at various websites to see what's clearance on there. Take a look to see what, how much they're selling for, especially if you see, if you go down to Target or Walmart and see some games on clearance, whip out your phone, download the GameStop app, or check out GameStop's website. Check to see how much the game is trading for at GameStop or Best Buy. Uh, granted, there might be a profit opportunity there for you, you know, and just take a look. You know, if I could take a game like a Rory McIlroy PGA Tour Golf and buy it for 15 bucks plus tax and trade it in for $34 at GameStop, you know, it's something to where you want to really take a look at seeing if, if you're trying to, to trade towards something, um, try to maximize your value according to what Kevin says at every t- point of this podcast. So <laughs> you got to be also conscientious though. 
see what trade promotions are going on at GameStop or at Best Buy or wherever you're going to be trading these games in as well. On there, sometimes they will run a 50% like trade boost if you trade like three or more games in. Sometimes it's like a, a focused trade promotion, like uh, right currently right now, if you're an Elite Plus member at GameStop, you have a 40% trade boost if you trade games towards either Sea of Thieves or Nino Kune 2 on there. So it's, if it's something that you want to pre-order or something that you want to buy, obviously paying money out of pocket just to buy Nino Kune 2 or um, Sea of Thieves outright, you know, you could go, you could do it if you want to. If you don't want to take the time to do this and all that, that's fine. But, you know, taking a look at games you have in your in your backlog, too, and stuff, stuff you want to get rid of as well. You know, don't necessarily need to go out and buy games to flip them to be able to, you know, buy the, the latest hotness, per se. But uh, keep an eye out. Redbox also, you can buy games online, redbox.com, at the various Redboxes in your area on there. Um, some GameStop's kind of kind of give you the stink eye when you're trading in a red box game just make sure that you clean up the disc uh make sure that you you know i usually put in a sleeve uh, there's these like paper sleeves that gamestop usually gives you <laughs> on that and i usually bring them in with that and since they know me obviously they're not going to look at me like i'm some sort of thief you know so <laughs> on there but uh, be conscientious of what you're doing uh, if you find a good flip don't bring more than one per trade transaction on there um, if you have hopefully you have more than one GameStop in your area to be able to do that on that keep that in mind I, as someone at GameStop told me three weeks ago someone came in with three copies of Dark Souls for PlayStation 4 and, and Xbox One and they basically told them man get out of here they, they kind of gave them the stink eye and told them to get gone on there you know you got to be conscientious of what you're trading and what you're doing. Uh, back when this whole uh, deal with the Plants vs. Zombies 2 last year blew up and it hit Reddit and other uh, re- you know other internet sources besides the usuals like Cheap Ass Gamer and NeoGAF. Um, people were attempting to try to trade in games that they were buying at Walmart and they're trying to trade in them sealed. They were like not even opening the seal <laughs> when they're trying to trade them in. Obviously uh, GameStop's just going to look at you like oh, oh where in the hell did you steal this from? <laughs> kind of thing. So <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, be conscientious. There's limits at each retailer as far as what you could trade in per month on there. So, uh, GameStop actually, uh, it's up to four of the same game per platform per rotating 30 days on there. So, keep in mind if you're going to go whole hog, you can go old jab of the hut on this business. <laughs> keep in mind, maybe keep your receipts or write it down on a piece of paper. Myself, I keep an I keep a Google document spreadsheet of my trades just in case. <laughs> On He's there. serious all, about it, y'all. He's serious. I'm serious. Um, if you go over two thousand dollars in trade in a month, you get banned. If you go over f- up more than four of the same game per platform per rotating thirty days, welcome to Ban Town. A ban could be ninety days for a ban on there. Now at Best Buy, it's a little bit different. Uh, Best Buy, you could trade up to three of the of the same game per platform per year on that. So. So keep that in mind on that. Both of those limits on there. So um, 
always be pleasant and offer your local GameStop staff those receipt surveys. You know, if you're trading a lot, obviously you want to, you know, get a good rapport with people. You don't want to look at you, give them the stink eye. Obviously, those receipt surveys at GameStop are like, like you know, the gold on on the top of the mountain on the mount for them. They are viewed for whatever reason. Stupid corporate GameStop puts so much weight on these receipt surveys that. Um, Basically, if they get good receipt surveys, their store gets named a prestige location on there, and and it changes quarter to quarter. In fact, a lot of my GameStops around my local area were deemed as being prestige, but since the Christmas rush and people were pissed off waiting in line or not giving enough receipt surveys, all the prestige stores in my area went to nil or none on there, even the good ones. (laughs) So on there so you kind of had to throw a stink at best at gamestop corporate for doing that but uh they get their numbers every day they could go in and take a look at who's done the receipt surveys and so um myself personally they know i've been doing receipt surveys because every transaction i do with them i try to hit them up with the survey because it's going to help them out on there you know good receipt surveys are also good for a way if you do get the stink eye from a a junior detective at a GameStop if they're trying to ask you as far as where did you get this game from or you know what are you doing or kind of questioning you I had one guy I think three months ago sit there and look in the light at every damn disc I was trading in looking for imperfections on the damn (laughs) disc and I was just sitting there just like looking at really yeah yeah Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Sitting there and you're saying, you know, uh, you, you keep your games in good shape. You see, there's a nick right there. I'm kind of concerned. I just kind of just looked at him and uh, obviously he didn't charge. Do you me. know who I am, sucker? <laughs> <laughs> they can charge. Pretty much. Fee. <laughs> keep, keep an eye out for these shady GameStop clerks. They will charge a refurb fee sometimes on these games that you're trading in. And especially if it's something to where I have literally have told them, I don't think that deserves a refurb fee. And if, if that's the case, if they're not willing to budget, the manager's not willing to budge, I will take my games and walk out and go to another location. I don't give a flying patoot on there. So keep that in mind, too, as well. Hey, patoot, Always, this is a family show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would also make I, – so one thing that I've been doing is um, on my email app for my phone, I've created a folder – for my uh, red box purchases. So if I'm bringing, and because I usually do the transaction, my trade for game, my red box trade transactions on the same day. I pick them up and trade them in the same day. So when I pick them up, if there's a new clerk who's like, well, I don't know if we can take this, I said, I, I can assure you these are purchases, and I'll just show them the digital receipt. That gets emailed to you every time you pick up, every time you purchase uh, a red box game or, or purchase or rent. I think they send you a, an email every time you, there's a transaction. Yeah. But uh, I have those receipt that receipt handy, and I say, hey, I picked it up and I'm trading it in. So and and I've never had to do that so far, but it's. Uh, uh, I feel in case that there's a new employee at one of my my usual haunts that uh, they can be assured that okay this isn't a stolen disc because I have a feeling because of some of the problems that have been going on people buying uh, you know paper cutouts 
<laughs> and people renting discs and uh, uh, trading them in. I have a feeling that the red box thing may not go on for for much longer. I, I'm I think we're well on our way to ruining that <laughs> with some of the the shadier f- folks out there, unfortunately. So, well. I'm not going to have my any problems at my usual stores because they know me, and they, they even ask me, "Okay, how much are they selling this at Redbox?" And I'll let them know, you know. Kind yeah. of thing. No, I mean like it coming down from corporate. It oh. would not surprise me if if it comes down from corporate. Hey, we're not taking any Redbox games. Period. It it would not surprise me with with some of the shenanigans that are going on. I I doubt. I think. I think their thirst for trade volume is going to overlay any sort of uh, moral dilemma regarding taking stolen property. But you bring <laughs> up a really, it, but you bring up a really good, a really good. Hopefully thought. so. I don't want that gravy train to end. But yeah, but you bring I'm, up a really I'm good thought. Pessimistic so, when it comes to this stuff. What's uh, that, Desmond? Well, your thought is like you know you know these people you know you. You 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 go in there regular. You are a regular. So yeah, I'm sure I know. You're, I'm sure the art of of, of smoothing smoothing is not lost on you and and what no. you're doing. So you know and and you seem to be, you know, for the most part, you know, honest about what you're doing. And people seem to, and people are not stupid. Like they you know the, the, these clerks are not stupid. So so the more you get to know them and the more you talk to them and kind of. Uh, you know, see that you're, you know, an okay person, you know, that they're gonna, they're, they're gonna look away, you know, you know, they're gonna look away because I think at some point it comes into their, into their best interest for this stuff to happen because they need to, you know, do these trades. They need to sell these used games. They need to, you know, it's weird. It's like, it's, it's like this, um, the circular, you know, uh, system that is working, you know, that, that, that you know joe and kevin and myself and other people who 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 do this are feeding into it so so the people who people who people who say like what's wrong or you shouldn't do that or you're taking advantage or 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 what which i don't think a lot of people are it's like you know they i think a lot of these you know people higher ups management or whatever um might know what's going on i hope that they do you know maybe they don't because they just might not they're only looking at their bottom line and and as long as they're still able to make money off of this uh they'll let us you know can continue to do this you know i think that's that's the big thing and then then it falls down to each each individual store to, to to decide how often they're going to enforce these policies you know or if a policy needs to needs to go up because i don't think i don't think uh information flows downward upward at gamestop it definitely flows from the top to the bottom but i, I definitely don't think it flows from the bottom to the top i just don't think that happens there you know i, I just think that is the type of company gamestop is so yeah, you know, but you're gonna you're gonna get your odd clerk. You're gonna get you get your defender detective. of the corp the corporate mantra where they're gonna like you know try to you know charge every fee uh, uh, on earth. You know, take advantage of every little thing. Obviously, look at your disc and give you the stink eye, especially if there happens to be a red box sticker in the middle of it on there and scrutinize and try to you know. Put you out as something that someone that's not honest on there. You know, I had an experience going like 
30 miles south because I had to make a trip uh, for my wife and I wound up going to Visalia, California, which is like 30 miles south. And I actually was buying some games to trade in from Redbox. And uh, my experiences were mixed on there because they didn't know me. I did not know them. I had a couple, like one store kind of just uh, basically say, no, we don't take those. And, and I just kind of looked at them kind of a, where, a little bit wary and walked out of the store kind of thing. You know, uh, I will know, know when to fight my battles on certain things. And I know there's certain people that trade in Redbox stuff that they can't, for whatever reason, their district manager at the GameStop in their area uh, does not allow Redbox trades whatsoever. And so there's certain techniques. You could get a hairdryer on the sticker and hold it on there a certain amount of time to lift it off. And there's been some, you know, recommendations as far as you know taking the red box sticker off of a particular game so it looks <laughs> looks nice before you trade it in that way they have no clue other than you trading in the game disc only that this thing came from red box and what kevin alluded to too there are some people that um, when you buy games from red box you're going to get either a sticker on the case and no disc inside or a paper photocopy of the disc and so there are some scrupulous people that will wind up renting these games out for whatever reason, making the photocopy, sticking the photocopy back in the red box case and going off with the game, basically. Mm, so when you go, that's wrong. go when you go try to buy the game, that's pretty much what happens. So that is wrong. <laughs> I know it is wrong, but oh it happens. <laughs> I think it's happened to me five different times. Oh, <laughs> so I've dodged that bullet, that bullet so far. It hasn't hit me yet. Scandalous. Yeah. I know, you know, it's not, nothing like that. In fact, one time I made a mistake because it's like I was looking to trade. I think, I think it was Final Fantasy 15, and I got a paper copy, and I was like, okay, let me go to this other red box. I already called red box, and they said, okay, return the uh, paper copy to any red box that you see. And, of course, me, I wasn't thinking. I actually returned the paper copy first before buying the game out of the kiosk, and I got the same paper copy back in the, <laughs> with the second trade. Transactions. <laughs> uh, momentary lapse of reason for me. <sighs> Joe, I Joe, Joe. <laughs> I know. I, I should have purchased the game I wanted to purchase out of the, mach- the machine first before putting the, the bad copy back in. But they say lobby, say lobby. But to get to the end of this whole dilemma about the monitoring for clearance, just take a look. Target puts stuff on clearance. Target puts stuff on clearance that usually had a 30, 50, 70%. Um, Rate meaning that they'll first put the game up for 30 percent and have it there for like a week or two, and then it'll go down to fifty percent. Once it goes down to fifty percent, you could make up your mind whether you want to pick up the game or not. You know, wait a couple more weeks, and it should go down to seventy percent. Uh, after the seventy percent, a couple more weeks from there, they salvage the game and will wind up at your local Goodwill or, or whatever charity that they decide to donate to. On there, so and you could take a look and know that something's clearance at Target. Kind of sit and wait to see when it will go down to the next tier on there. Um, there's also a website called Brickseek.com uh, that was created to monitor for cheap Legos on there, but they have inventory trackers for both Walmart and Target on there, so you could actually see at least with Walmart how many copies they have on the shelf and if any games are on clearance. What is the name of this again? Brickseek. B-R-I-C-K-S-E-E-K dot com on there. So 
And I don't know if I enunciate it uh, clearly the first time. I do apologize. Well, no, it's just because uh, I think uh, if some people are taking notes, I want to make sure that some of these things are uh, pe- people know about them. Because I didn't know about about Brickseek until you told me about it, and and we were looking for um, magic. We, yeah, no, no, we were looking for um, uh, we were looking for dimensions games. And, yeah, and we were talking about that, and you were like, "Hey, you know." You know, why don't we look on Brixic in it? And it was a little bit better than than what we were doing before. So yeah, for sure. So keep that in mind with Target clearance, Walmart clearance. Pretty much when it goes on clearance, I don't think they tag it down. Any Walmart clearance is a little bit more uh, less structured than Target clearances, and it's usually Target clearance is done on a nationwide basis for the most part. Sometimes you're going to see a Target, odd Target here and there, maybe clearing some stuff out or if they get an online return or something like that. Uh, Walmart clearance will vary store by store, though, on there, but you could check their clearance prices on certain things on their app, on their on their uh, mobile app on there to be able to see. But BrickSeek's also a good thing. Also checking Cheapass Gamer to see if anyone's posting uh, any cheap games in their area on there but your mileage may vary on all of walmart's clearance per se on that Redbox is nationwide so you don't have to worry about any sort of variance in prices on there so they will have sales from now and then like certain games like during this last couple weeks they put stuff like uh knack 2 on sale for 10 bucks uh games like uh, pro evolution soccer 2018 for like 10 bucks um few other games that were you know really tradable and stuff that i was trading in and buying for 10 bucks and trading in for like 23 24 bucks at gamestop so keep an eye out there there's a red box thread on cheap ass gamer as well they kind of keep an eye on things but you could kind of you know in the way that you you could use the website but at the same time you don't necessarily have to rely on to do the math all you have to do is just check one website see it's on sale oh, 10 bucks here and then check the current gamestop uh trading price on their app oh it's trading in for this so wait with this promotion i get an extra 50 percent and do the math and there you go on there you kind of overlay everything to be able to take a look and a lot of times my trades sometimes i will mix in red box trades i'll mix in other clearance stuff i picked up along with uh you know stuff in my back catalog i know i'm not going to get to or you know to certain things to come up with that you know magic formula as far as getting enough to trade in you know trading up for something you know having some sort of goal where you're going to be able to get something for you know 20 30 bucks 40 bucks versus paying 60 bucks out of pocket for something, which is a good thing. I think, Kevin, we've all taken advantage. Me and you have taken advantage of this quite a few times. Now, there is also a kind of the Dead Sea schools like kind of thing that you could do sometimes at GameStop. And that's if you have a line of credit on your card and they're running a buy two, get one free. You, this madness will entail you buying games from GameStop and going and trading games at another GameStop. And because you're uh, taking advantage of getting one game for free, especially if you're buying games with higher value, that would include anything like um, the like N- Nintendo Switch, like first-party titles like uh, Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Arms, Splatoon 2, along with uh, you know current like you know tentpole games like Call of Duty World War II, 
um, you know, recent games, Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, Monster Hunter World. If you're able to take advantage of a buy two, get one free, uh, you could possibly go buy these games at GameStop for like about a little bit under a hundred bucks. Go and trade them in at another GameStop uh, with promotions attached, of course, uh, for around like, you know, 140, 150 bucks on there so something to keep in mind you just kind of have to kind of take a look at the sales and and do all the calculations and mind you this might be something that is like kind of an everyday thing that i already know to do and i have the patterns to do it but might something that you know something might be a little bit above and beyond what you even want to commit in time because by the time you take all this time to go buy these games bring them back here go do this you can just spend your time with your family or play some games or something else so uh, i just happen to be to where this is something that's kind of uh something that's been uh, like a hobby of mine for a long long time and uh you know if i want to get something uh, sometimes i will not just look at okay do i have the budget for this i'll see if i could <laughs> wheel and deal my way into something on there so although what you just mentioned though joe is very 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 much worth your time if you if it if it it can at all be spared because this was one of those um and it happened last summer if i'm not mistaken this was one of those you know the ghostbusters don't cross the streams and and you know this Things just kind of worked out, <laughs> worked out the way it did. Uh, there were so many, particularly like 3DS, uh, uh, the the any 3DS games, Switch games that if you could pick them up used, you were getting you know and, and doing what was it trade in five. I uh, I can't remember the the specifics, but it, you were oh. able to boomerang your GameStop purchases from one store to the next, but we were funding it initially through some Walmart deals that was going on. And that was the uh, spider amazing Spider-Man Two, plants versus zombies Two, And I think it was uh, one of the need for speeds as well as maybe one or two other games. Yeah. And funding that with uh, just what I did um uh, say roughly spending 80 bucks at Walmart I turned that to $1500 in store credit just wow. rinsing <laughs> rinsing and repeating and Joe you did even more if I'm not mistaken uh just rinsing and repeating the boomerang flips for the duration of time that it ran I mean, that's how I got my Switch. My Switch was paid for with Boomerang money. My One X was paid for with Boomerang money, and I also got my two D, my new two DS XL, um, with about what, approximately half of, uh, of purchasing that system new for about what eighty five, ninety bucks or so. Yeah. Half of that, and I was able to get all that stuff. And it took some legwork, um, and it also took getting in right when this stuff was initially started because it got picked up by some other channels. And by the time that happened, the stocks were starting to dwindle at all the different game stocks. It's GameStops as far as those 
titles that were yielding those high boomerang values for the when you were had to trade in five to get the maximum value out of your trade in. So yeah. It's if you can catch that wave right when it stops, folks. I know it sounds like a lot of work, and I guess it, yeah, it is depending on your situation. But, but you had two systems that released new console releases, you know, that were announced last year, and I was able to get them for free. <laughs> I mean, with a little leg work. I mean, I'm with a little leg work. I'm going to yeah. chime into what I do. So, so I don't do it. Like I do, I, I I do partake in this uh, a little bit, but definitely not to, to the to, to the amount of that. I was going to say extreme, but it's not really. I didn't want to, you know, you know, judge, but uh, which I'm not. You know, I, I do this too. Um, but one of the things that I that that I, I do and, and how this is like Joe will tell me, hey, you know, they're doing this, they're doing that, or 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 you know, when I say I'm going to be selling a game, he's like, well, do you really want to do that? Or do you want to wait? So like I always kind of talk to Joe about it because we talk all the time, but. But it's always very funny, you know. He's always telling me these deals and wanting me to partake, and I'm like, okay. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but you know, whatever. But what I do is I wait until generally Black Friday, you know, or or when GameStop is having their uh, buy two get one three because I'm one of those people where I don't have to keep a game, you know, or I don't need to have a collection. Like I collect comic books, so so that's my my collection of, of, of what I, of, of what I collect. I don't collect video games. Like I play them and when it gets time, I go through my collection and I, and I sell them all. So, so once a year I will generally once a year, I'll go when, when everyone is having their giant sales and I'll just pick up all those games, you know? Um, and then I'll, and then I'll play them, you know, throughout the year. And then when they have, when like GameStop has a, um, you know, a giant, a giant game sale. I will then, you know, go in and and take care of it and sell them and and all this other good stuff. But for the most part, that's that's how I I do it. Um, and then I'll keep my my trade my trade values, and then I'll I'll put them over a little bit more and and wait. So I'm not terribly like super crazy with it, if that makes any sense. Um, but I do understand how they do it. Although, and I did use my. Um, I did use uh, my, I guess it's um, my credit, and I bought a, a 2DS. So I guess I did do it before. So, you know, I guess I have used it, but definitely not to the extent that they do. So that's how that's how I do it. And then, and then sometimes, you know, I'll hang out with Joe, and I'll be in Fresno, and I'll hang out with Joe, and, and I will um, we'll go to Target. Because Target has some really cool, you know, cool clearances, you know, and... So we'll go to Target and I'll buy some, you know, clearance games and I'll go and I'll play them. Like I, that's the thing. I play all the games that I that that I buy. I don't buy them just for for trade fodder. Um, so I usually play most of the games. The games that I buy are games that you know generally that, that I want to play. And then I'll you know sell them back. You know that's that's pretty much you know how it is. So. And when you sell them back, usually they're for more than the value that you paid for it in oh, the first definitely. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. That's 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 kind of the way this is how I use this. Like everything that I've that I generally sell back is is stuff that 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 I'm getting much more value. I don't sell anything unless unless GameStop is doing a uh, a uh, a trade boost or something, and then you know I have the apps you know that that, that Joe has said and Joe, Joe spoke about. So that's that's when I do 
my stuff is I'm like, okay, you know, or Joe will yeah. say, you know, Hey, they're doing a, they're doing a boost. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, so I'll look at all the games that I have and I'll, you know, do that thing of like, am I going to play this game? Am I not going to play this game? You know, and then I'll, and I'll sell something back. I generally, you know, I'll sell something back. Uh, another thing to look at too, just, this is just an aside. This is not about flipping or a boomerang or anything. Um, if PlayStation plus puts a game up for free, obviously if you have it in your collection and if you don't care about not having the physical disc in the case in your collection, you know, go, go get rid of that stuff, man. Go trade that stuff in. I mean, cause it's like, you're going to get the game for free. And as long as you know that you're going to keep PlayStation plus for the life of, you know, having the system in your collection, you know, what's the, what's the sense in not taking advantage of that, you know? And, uh, also as well, sometimes PlayStation network will put something like up for sale. That's extremely cheap as far as a digital copy of a game on there. And, and you're able to go in and basically go in and trade in the physical copy that you have and actually make a f- profit of some sort to be able to pick up the game on online just in case on there. Like, uh, I know right now they put up Neo, uh, the game that the Sony brought out last year, the Tecmo Koei game uh, with the um, season pass for like 25 bucks. And I know I'm be able to trade that into GameStop for practically a leak the even steven or it'd be a couple of dollars over and i'll be able to pick up the game plus the season pass by just trading the physical game in so it's just something always to keep in mind to see what the sales are on both xbox live and psn and see as far as if you have something in your collection that you know you want to keep and if you want it on the digital you know especially if it's something you're going to play on the regular you know it might be good to not have the disc like Kevin was alluding earlier. If you're, you're comfortable with getting rid of the resale value of that disc and uh, be able to get digitally and still make a buck or two off of it. And like for me with trading in Neo, I mean, I'm looking to get that in the season pass and all in one fell swoop and not having to pay anything out of pocket for it. And that's going to be something to take advantage of as well. Which I do, which do. I do as well. <laughs> you know, I think, I think that's a great, a great thing that you're, that you're talking about. Like I, I sell those games that I get from, um, like if I have a, if I have a, uh, a retail value, uh, sorry, if, if I have like a physical copy and then it comes out on PlayStation plus, I sell it, you know, I had rhyme. I went, and I sold it. I had, I would have, I have, um, what's the new one that just came out. There's a new one that just came out that I was like, Oh crap. And I got it. And I was like, sweet. I can't remember what it is now, but anyway, that's what I do as well. So, you know, it's, and people sit, and you sit on it, you know, you sit on that credit, you know. Yeah. yeah. Use that credit to either, you know, pick up something else or, you know, just buy a PlayStation Plus card, you know, pick, you know, or a PlayStation Network card. I mean, the points card and be able to pick up something on the store on there as well. So, because there's add some of that credit when that Monster Hunter uh, Deluxe console came out. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Folks I still, were, folks I still wish it. I would have picked that up. Yeah, I'm think, I was thinking about it too. I was like, "What can I sell?" You know, I was, <laughs> can I sell some blood? You know, <laughs> the GameStop oh, take I mean, some blood, some plasma. Let's do this. <laughs> sign up for that GameStop credit card and then pay 25 no, percent interest. I'm not gonna do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> do not do that. Do not fall for the the the, the GameStop. No. you know, credit card. That is bad juju right there. Don't do it. I, I don't even know if they have it anymore. I they do. They do. I still I still get I still get them. You know, you you're. For, 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 for the GameStop credit card. I'm like, that's great. No, thank you. If you're disciplined enough to pay it off before the billing cycle, the next billing cycle, you're okay. But even still, you 
you better make sure that you're that disciplined that you're able to do I'm that. I'm not. So that's why I'm like, mm. It's like, you know, you and that monster in a console, I would have took a 15% annual percentage interest rate because, you know, for, for hell that you're not, you're going to be paying like 100% over the retail price on eBay for the damn thing. I would, I would yeah. take that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I could sort of see that, but at the same time, I'm like, uh, I mean, I was more, I was more sweating it because I don't have a, I don't have a pro, and you guys have pros, so I was like, mm, you know. Oh, if I didn't have a pro, it would have happened. Yeah, see, that was the thing. Question. I was like, eh. you know, it would have happened, but because I already have a pro and it's and it's working, you know, it's like, yeah, well, I could trade it in, and and the, and it was only web orders, so you had to pay for it up front and. And do all that stuff, and I was just like, eh. If I didn't have a pro, if I had a slim or an OG PS4, done deal, no problem. But I just couldn't justify that additional out-of-pocket money because I couldn't put a trade deal together that was really worth the effort. Yeah, uh, that's nothing. You know what? What is what is worth your effort? You know when when it comes to when it comes to this stuff. You know, Joe always asks me, you know, well, you can always do this. And I'm like, well, you know, I live in San Francisco and getting around the city can be a bit much. And I just don't want to, you know, sit on, sit on a bus to, to trade all this stuff in. And, you know, I'm not yeah. super crazy and, you know, about about it. So and I could definitely feel for some listeners out there that I talk to, at least like, you know, people we play, play with like Jason that, you know, he has one or two game stops at the most within his you know, general area distance, or you might not even have a Best Buy in your area, you know, so uh, something to keep in mind that, you know, I think I just live in a major met- metropolitan area there. I'm blessed with like a ton of game stops around that I could go and, you know, go to four red boxes and go to four different game stops and, and not have to deal with any scrutiny from anyone on there for that reason. So that's something to keep in mind. And granted, this might be your mileage may vary, especially if you live in a rural area or don't have a lot of places that you could go in and out and be able to do some, some stuff like that, you know. And we'd also like to hear from you guys. I mean, see what you like to do to kind of save a, a gaming buck or two, you know, whether it's dealing with a mom and pop store or maybe putting your games up on eBay or Amazon or trying to trade on Facebook, that kind of thing, you know. So just let us know. If you have any questions for us, Definitely, uh, you know, yeah. Float us an email at gamingvessels at gmail dot com, or you know, keep a line on our Twitter feeds. Yeah, of course, definitely. Yeah, take a look at that because you know, hell, if, if we want to even have a regular trade section of the show, we could even <laughs> do that if need be. Yeah, it just depends on the scenario, but uh, it's something that you know. Me and Kevin can attest. I mean, you know, anytime you have a store going on sale, you know, uh, out of business, like you know, Circuit City back in the day, man, oh man, oh man, we were like buying and games for five Toys R Us now. Toys R Us now. now, yeah. I, I, I don't. Although I haven't been in to see if uh, that forty percent applies to games or not. Uh, they say you have to speak to a speak to a, an employee to find out what that 40% applies to because apparently it doesn't apply to everything <clears throat> according to the email that they sent me. So it's in the fine print. Of course, they don't tell you that in the main ad. Of course they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, so, like, sorry, buddy. Yeah, I may I may investigate that uh, this week uh, at some uh, point. Uh, I'm kind of intrigued too. Your lo- local uh, Toys R Us, which I don't happen to get down there that often, uh, 
I, I don't like that Toys R Us for some reason, but uh, oh, it's garbage. It is yeah. garbage. <laughs> they, they, the people never know where stuff is. Um, their 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 aisles are are always disheveled, even when you get there first thing in the morning. So uh, you know, it, it, it's it's a garbage. <laughs> it's a garbage store. Yeah. The, the Clovis one is way better. Good deal. I'm glad that one's still staying in business. So. They've had good clearance for me to be able to buy, buy and, and trade in other places. So. <laughs> and don't even add, don't 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 ask someone uh, if they can if they can check on something for you. They disappear and they never come back. <laughs> um, I did that with uh, oh gosh, what was it? That was uh, uh, my nephew wanted. Um, I think it was he was in. We were kind of, sort of interested in getting one of those uh, game games life things, whether it was the Lego one or one of the other ones where you put stuff together and there's a game and whatever. And so I asked the clerk, "Is hey, do you have this specific one? that's don't see it on the shelves." And he's like, "Well, you know, let me check. Uh, I don't know." So I whipped out, checked on on my phone. The Oof. app said <laughs> that there that they had a bunch of them in stock. And the guy said, well, I'll go check. And he disappeared Poof. and he never came back. And that was like, <laughs> I stood around for like 20 minutes. And I guess he went on his break or went to lunch or I don't know what happened. So <laughs> there you go. Well, there you go. So, well, wow. folks, we hope you found that uh, that trade session informative and hopefully depending on where you live and uh, what's available to you that you can put some of those things into practice to save yourself some money on your favorite hobby, which is I would just assume would be gaming or one of your favorite hobbies anyway. So uh, we're going to jump into our playlist right now. So Trader Joe, what you been playing other than overtime? Uh, overtime, taking my dad for surgery, which got canceled, which is a whole other thing in a nutshell on there. Um, only been able to play Monster Hunter World. I'm up to Hunter rank mm-hmm. 10 right now. Just got the beginning of high rank on there. Um, literally, I hadn't played anything for almost a week. Uh, during my whole work week, I haven't got a chance to game whatsoever. It's pretty much just get home, spend some time with my wife, and go lay down. You <laughs> know, go to sleep and I'm practically leaving for work at 5.30 and getting at home at uh, around 7.30, o'clock, depending on you know, where more of my travels may be after I get off of work per se and then, and then drive home. So uh, it's been pretty much that. I mean, for, as far as Monster Hunter World, I think we just got up to the point of the high rank and I'm just trying to discover. I'm trying to remember who I, I think I was finding Diablos and uh, what's the other uh, one? It was Diablos and Raffian. Yeah, yeah. There's a as well as well on there. So, and um, yeah, just enjoying Monster Hunter quite a bit. 
on there. I'm still haven't caught up to my wife, but I don't think I'll ever get to that point. I don't know. We'll you see. got her playing Destiny 2 now, which I don't know why, but I mean, yay! <laughs> you guys are playing Destiny 2. That's it's actually, it was more because of Rachel. Uh, Rachel was just Surgeon Fire's wife, uh, Jason's wife on there. Uh, she's been very adamant about Rose uh, picking up Destiny 2, and so she did uh, try Destiny 2 today, and uh, you know, it's just, it's kind of funny to think, to see that, you know, we're just so in doctrine as far as how to move a third party uh, first person camera with the right stick and to see someone doing it for the first time it's just it's just funny to see it's, it kind it's of not funny don't laugh at her because I had that same thing and it was horrible oh I know I know and I, I kind of noticed towards the end of her playthrough today that uh, she was getting a little bit better at it and so it's just it's going to be baby steps uh, especially for someone that has reluctance on a, a fast moving camera like that for sure yeah. on there so but but, uh, you know, I, I actually played a little bit of Destiny 2 today, 2 today for the first time in weeks on there. And I created a Hunter character because, you know, during my um, playthrough of Destiny 2, I only had a Titan and a Warlock. And so I never uh, made a Hunter for whatever reason. And in the original Destiny, I had all three characters rolling. So, so uh, my game plan is whenever she wants to play with Rachel, that I will play along with her because I got a character same level same everything so i took my level two character into the crucible today and i actually got my ass handed to me and i enjoyed it enjoyed it quite a bit yes. leveled up like two two levels two power levels so <laughs> I, I went in there with practically with like a like a um uh, auto rifle that was uh, as far as attack level twenty seven altogether. So I'm assuming that stuff scales. <laughs> too bad you guys point, did. So. Too bad you guys missed Crimson Devils or Crimson Days oh, or whatever the hell it's called. Crimson Days and be able to. Yeah, no, maybe next year we'll see. You though, so maybe if you get back in the game, maybe I can do Crimson Days with you, Desmond. So. No, thank you. <laughs> it's a hard pass on that, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, though. But that's a hard pass on that, buddy. What, what, what have you been playing, irregardless, Mister Desmond? <laughs> you know what I've been playing. You know what I've been playing, and I'm loving it. I've been playing Monster Hunter. Uh, still working on this. Um, again, I, I had a pretty, I had a pretty busy week as well, but um, haven't really. I know, and I know we haven't. You know. Um, posted in a while but it's just you know life kind of gets crazy so i uh, just been super busy with uh school and work and, and personal stuff so um i just get on and play like a couple that's the thing about monster hunter i like is you go in you can join a quest you can start a quest you play it you feel like you've accomplished something and you or you die but i don't usually do that often because i'm pretty good haha <laughs> and um <laughs> other than that yeah you know that's really that's really all i've been playing um is, is monster hunter um i i really like it um i'm looking forward to some new games that are that are coming out in march so maybe there will be another game that i can kind of switch on to back and forth i'm not really sure uh that will that 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 will cut this monster hunter you know addiction a little bit you know but um but not at the moment what what games are you looking for far cry 5 or burnout paradise remastered or what are you looking at definitely the burnout paradise you know uh that's one that's probably a game that i will most definitely buy again loved it when i first played it so i probably will we end up getting it again it is probably not going to be that expensive i think it's like 40 dollars yeah, forty bucks, so, thirty-two yeah. bucks for Gamers Club. Yeah, yeah. So now, see, and that's another thing. Just to kind of piggyback on, or just to f- go back um, 
Gamers Club Unlocked, fantastic for buying new games. I used to not buy new games. I used to always buy them um, used. But, you know, the Gamers Club Unlocked, I buy them. I buy them uh, from from Best Buy. It's a great deal. If you don't have it, you should pick it up. You know, you should get it. Um, also recently turned into an elite member of a, of a GameStop. So, I mean, that's oh, best. an elite member of a GameStop. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you said Best Buy. No, no, so. no. Elite member of GameStop. So I needed to kind of do that. Um, and it, it's been okay, you know. But, um, yeah, I'll be picking up some games in March. Um, uh, but for this point, for, for at this point, it's just been Monster Hunter. And I am totally fine with that. Totally, 100% fine. So how about you, Kev? What have you been playing? Uh, well, for me, the most part, for the most part, is it has been Monster Hunter World. Um, I just unlocked high rank uh, armor, and I had a question about how to how to access some of that. So I know that when you go into like the options, you have like these high rank mission optional things that you can do. Yeah. Now your helper will say that you can do investigations, mm-hmm. but. The investig the the tutorial says that any any activity rank six or higher is considered high rank. So yep. my question is, can you do uh, like those other investigations even if they're lower? Yeah. And as long as the world thing is set to high rank, you'll be able to no. access the high rank monsters. No, no. So no. that's that's the thing. If if you pick an investigation, it's either red or that bluish silver color, I think, or whatever mm-hmm. color. I'm colorblind, so it's like you have the, the dark. Mind this, it's the stars. The stars are yeah. Blue. Sorry, the stars, blues and red, and blues it's, and red. It's, so it's anything red, blue yeah. will be will be everything will be low rank. You only get low rank uh, rewards, only low rank carves, only low rank stuff like that. Um, if you want to do high rank stuff and get that high rank and get that high rank uh, materials, you have to do red stars, and those are six or above. Um, so that's that's the thing. But when you're answering uh, SOSs or joining other people, uh, you can set it so that you can either join a um, a high rank or low rank, uh, depending on what you what you want. Everything is defaulted to high rank, uh, so you kind of have to look at what you're what you're joining, you know, because it might by by default be a high rank quest and so if you're still trying to farm for materials to get weapons from a lower tree from lower in a tree you might have to go out and do those high those low rank to get that material uh in like mm. an expedition or something but but you you have to um you kind of have to you know see what you're what you're going into and what you're not going into because there's a couple of stuff uh, materials that i'm looking for that i didn't get when I was low rank, so now I have to go and do low rank to get that material, so I can get the tree up to high rank. You know, or uh-huh. you can, or you can, you know, buy them. I think you can buy them, or or, or or switch materials with the melder to get them as well. But I just haven't done that yet. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's pretty much how you how you how you do that. Um, yeah. Okay, because I've been doing that. You got to find the the Rathalos, the high rank Rathalos, and pick up his track. Yeah, and you have. I guess the thing that I found confusing was that I was watching this tutorial online, and 
this guy jumped into a um I forget which what it what it was, what he was. I think he was hunting the the, the that that the bear off no, the bear off investigation. Yeah, and he found uh he found the 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 high rank Rathalos uh tracks. He completed the quest and that pulled his um that pulled his investigation, you know, meter, like just about completed it. So he just needed to do find, go to another area and mm-hmm. find the the tracks again. He was able to access the high rank variant of that monster in the investigation, and in what they call it, special investigation. Yeah. But it looked like I have to rewatch the video, but it looked like he got that through a regular high rank. Uh, I mean, a, a regular low ranked investigation. I'm not sure. Um, and that and that's been the thing that's been kind of a puzzle because I've got a couple of high rank options available to me. Yeah. Uh, like I, I've hunting the the Pookie Pookie and uh, mm-hmm. I've done that one a couple of times. But I, th- so far, that's the only high rank stuff that I have access to. But. <laughs> Just to just trying to build up those uh, some of that some of the higher rank armor armor set stuff, but um, yeah, and that's kind yeah. of what you have to do. You know, you have to run around, find find that that um, that the tracks, and then mm. um, and then once you got it, you will be able to. Um, You'll get a quest. So, so, so you, you'll find it. Then you got to go talk to the researcher. Who's that? Who's that little guy in front of all of the big books? You know, of, mm. and then he'll give you the. He'll basically tell you what to do. And then you go to your hunter, your 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 gat or your um, handler, and then she will give you the quest to, to go do what you need to do. Oh, so you talk to that guy? Yeah, and then that guy because in front you, of the books. Oh, okay, yeah, because you'll do the okay. research. You'll do the research, and then he'll be like, "Oh, you know, thank you for finding this." And then you go in, and then you, and then you take care of that, you know. And then okay. she'll be like, "You now we know what we need to do, yay!" And then you go, and then you do it. And <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, yeah. It's not a not a hundred percent clear <laughs> when she <laughs> after you open up that high rank stuff of how you actually go about getting more high rank missions but yeah. okay gotcha but well uh, i love it <laughs> yeah so i've been it's monster hunter world of course and i'm still playing uh project x zone 2 on uh 2ds xl and still enjoying that i just unlocked uh i unlocked uh, ken and ryu as part of my party now yeah. <laughs> so it's just more craziness. I mean, the story still doesn't make any sense. I think I'm about uh, 15 hours in on that game. 16 hours in, I think. Loving every every minute of it. It's, and it's, again, I'm not one for real-time strategy stuff, but the those elements are very simplified, very streamlined, and the action, the battle mechanics are more in line with like a fighting game than you know your traditional rts and that's one of the reasons why i like the game so much so having a blast with that and that's pretty much all i've been playing cool so with that we're going to jump into our news section
So Trader Joe, why don't you hit us with those uh, extra, extra news nuggets, my friend? All right. Yeah, um, there is some games that are going to be added to Xbox Games Pass next month. And the highlights are going to be, of course, Rise of the Tomb Raider and also Sea of Thieves on there. Um, they also announced that they are bringing uh, other games uh, to Xbox Games Pass in March, which includes uh, Super Lucky's Tale as well. So um, I'm glad that they're still bringing value to that thing. I'm kind of looking, especially because I just bought an Xbox One X, uh, probably be getting the Games Pass. What? Um, this month on what? there to go ahead and. You can't uh, just put. No, no, no. You, you just <laughs> you can't, can't roll just drop that. Yeah. Buy an Xbox One X. Which how how what what number is this one? <laughs> this is my fourth and last Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Who, who's the main guy are, from Sony? Are we taking from, bets X, on that? No. Who, who's the main guy from Microsoft? What's his name? Phil Spencer. Should, should Phil Spencer come and shake your hand? <laughs> should he come and give you like you know what you know what, Mr. Petrocosta? Here's a gold Xbox Xbox <laughs> X for you for all that you've done for for Microsoft, sir. Here you go. <laughs> Imagine Brand that. Brand ambassador. I'm on my, well, you know, if it was an Xbox 360, you could probably say it's due to red rings. But then, well, there you go. <laughs> hey, I had eight of them. I know. Yikes. <laughs> but uh, the uh, GameStop, when they were doing their whole President's Day, it was last weekend, they had a big pro day. And so... Um, Anthony, a clerk at the Sanger GameStop in Sanger, California, he pretty much uh, put that uh, uh, offer on the stick for me because they were doing $150 trade-in value for the Xbox One S, and then they also had a uh, uh, 20% additional trade boost for uh, systems on there, and so I was able to trade my Xbox One S in for like 170 bucks in trade credit, and then uh, during the Pro Day, uh, they were offering not only uh, Xbox One X, I also had a coupon in my GameStop app for a free $60 game. And then during Pro Day, they offered a free uh, Microsoft first-party controller along with a copy of PUBG. So it's like, you know, seeing the, as far as all the deals on the table and the, the kind of the um, meat on the end of the stick, uh, they got me in their donkey trance, and I pretty much uh, went whole hog to go ahead and do that. And so uh, pretty much I already had enough credit uh, on my uh, tradings and willings and dealings to uh, be able to pay for it out of pocket without having to spare any cash other than the games. You know, I traded in to obviously build up that credit on there. So Mm -hmm. so I I don't feel so inclined to say that I made a full $500 purchase. But at the same time, I I did the legwork to get it for cheaper on that between trading the system in and being able to do what I need to do on there. So I I will definitely be looking uh, on the Xbox side of the fence a little bit more. Um, I'm kind of considering my multi-platform games if uh, they have true 4K, you know, whether I'm going to be playing them on on, uh, Xbox versus uh, PS4, depending on the game and if I'm going to be playing it multiplayer, of course. And of course, my fellow co-hosts from the Gamer Husbands podcast there, you know, obviously uh, when they, they actually do game, which Lefty and uh, Rick do game quite a bit on there. Um, I'd like to play with them just in case if they're playing anything on the on the X, because X is going to give it to me. X is yeah. going to bring it, bring it down. Bring so. it. Now, did you so. get a Scorpio edition or you got the standard? I got the standard, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, mm-hmm. but uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing what's up at game Xbox Games Pass this month on there. I know there's a few games leaving on there, so I won't be able to, to ride the train on those. For part of the games that are leaving include uh, some Streets of Rage collection, Monster World collection, Virtua Fighter Five, Final Showdowns leaving the train too, which is one of the games I was actually looking forward to playing. But uh, I'll be able to buy it if outright if I want to go and, and give that game a gander on that. Uh, but I'm still waiting for Ninja Gaiden 2 on the backwards compatibility. Hello. <laughs> I know Ninja Gaiden Black's on the games list for uh, Games Pass, though, Kevin. So I Yeah, know. I know. I have it. I, yeah. I mean, I have the disc, so. Yeah. Uh, but I am I also have the disc for Ninja Gaiden 2, and I actually kind of like Ninja Gaiden 2 a little bit better than Black, even though technically Black is superior. But I like um, cutting off the limbs of ninjas. That's, that's, that's just me. Oh, they did um, announce some games backwards compatibility this week too, including uh, Crackdown. Finally, got announced as being being backwards compatible, actually. So, and it's one of the games that it's going to be Xbox One X enhanced. So it's going to have the six times the resolution on um, Xbox One X versus if you were going to play it elsewhere on there. So I'm definitely going to probably be firing it up the system is actually still on my floor in my game room i have not hooked it up yet even though i've had it for a week so i've been busy i've been wanting to make room in my game center and actually clean off the dust and get get that thing going so i've been busy yeah, but uh, uh, they had four new games announced for Xbox One X uh, on there. Um, that's going to include Crackdown, Witcher 2, Fable Anniversary, and Forza Horizon. So what Xbox One X Enhanced means is that not only is it backwards compatible with the Xbox One S, but on the Xbox One X, uh, you're able to view it, obviously, with a lot more of a resolution on there and the pixel count and so on and so forth. So if you own any of those games, they have an Xbox One X. Uh, definitely give it a shot and take a look at that so so i gotta so um uh, another news regarding you know xbox there was a rumor that uh, a game uh, a sequel to a game was coming out on 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 xbox and i was thinking well damn if this is true looks like i'll be getting an xbox and that game was vanquish 2 i'd heard i heard a rumor about it and I was like, well, damn, because like I super love that game. And so, again, it, I, I, I wanted to mention it in our news section, though it is a rumor. Um, I still like that. Now, that is a game right there that'll get me to, to to buy an Xbox, because if you have not played that first Vanquish game, you are missing out. Go, and, if you, and if you have a gaming PC, go and pick it up. It is, it, it is great. And, you know, Platinum, Ga- Platinum Studios did it. It's fantastic. Go and, uh, go and play the first one. And, if it, and again, if it comes out with a sequel, I will be buying an Xbox One. Uh, don't know if it's going to be an X or an S, but I definitely will be buying it to play that game. Uh, the guy that, that started that rumor, Desmond, is kind of, they've... I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know they poo-pooed him, but but anytime, you know, like, see... That, that, that's what I mean. Like anytime, any any kind of rumor about a cool game coming to uh, to Microsoft is like I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for that cool game that's just gonna make me want to buy that system, and and that's one of them. So yes, I I know that guy was kind of poo pooed, but still I wanted to mention it because because 
that's one of the things that gets me excited you know not the software not the you know the system itself but but games. the games that the, yeah. that i could play on it and the experiences that i could have so um they just made vanquish one backwards compatible on xbox one i know uh, like about a week ago so. i know that's why that's another reason why i was thinking like you know maybe i you know but i just don't want i just don't want you know the xbox one s or x just to be a really cool emulator you know just like i don't want yeah i don't want that. <laughs> i turned it on to download split second yeah it's like <laughs> it's the last time that. i, turned no, I it don't on. want that so anyway <laughs> i go on with your news joe i'm sorry that's okay no it's a good thing that you mentioned that I, I saw that too as well so now another game we mentioned before earlier in this episode burnout paradise they did announce that the soundtrack uh besides two tracks is going to be pretty much kept the same on there so all the same music in the game is going to be left uh, the same including you know uh such tracks as a- avril lavigne and Soundgarden and all the uh, soundtrack of the game is going to be left intact on there. They were able to pretty much keep it almost entirely restored on there. I think, they're, like I said, there's two tracks that are missing from it on there. And also they stated that um, we'll, it will not feature any sort of microtransactions whatsoever. The full game is on the disc and there's nothing else to buy or elsewhere as far as any additional paid content. The full full game's on the disc on there and there's no additional things to buy or anything in the game as well so something to keep keep in mind you know i think two of of the three hosts of this podcast will be picking up that game when it comes out on march 16th on there so give that game a gander on that so any thoughts on that guys nope i'm just picking up good deal and then a uh, new game got announced. Um, first game in the Shining series has been announced for a uh, Western release in about 10 years. And so uh, uh, the uh, HD remaster of a game called Shining Resonance, uh, called Shining Resonance Refrain, got announced by Sega on there. It's going to be coming out. Uh, out in the West, of course, on both the Xbox One, uh, Nintendo Switch, PC, and PS4 on there. Um, the Western release will happen in the summer and will cost uh, 50 bucks on there. It's the first game of the series that will get an English localization in over a decade on there. So um, those are purchases purchase the game on consoles at launch will get the draconic launch edition which will include a steel case along with a character artwork of the characters in the game Excelia, uh sonia and kirka on there so uh, keep an eye at the the game is uh, an action rpg and so it's not like the shining games of old on there they kind of went off and started doing their own thing with the shining series um back in japan on there which you know obviously i think the last game that came out was a game for ps2 i believe so so it's been a while so it's kind of cool to see that this game's kind of coming back to the west on there of course uh the character designer of the shining series for the like last 10 years is this uh character illustrator named tony taka which is kind of noted for his uh um you know kind of mature drawings how shall i say uh, of certain female characters unfortunately so so it kind of has a lot of that kind of fan service i don't think it's, it's going to be as much as per se uh senrin kagura or anything like valkyrie um, um what's that thing valkyrie i can't think of the name of that game valkyrie oh, drive 
No, Valkyrie Drive. Oh, Drive. Val, Val, yeah, Valkyrie Drive is some like basically crazy game for the Vita that uh, you basically you're powered by these anime lesbians that power these like machines on there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, there. I think there was an anime on that, or I don't know which came first, the anime or the game. But I yeah. think maybe both. Yeah, but that, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's from the creators of Sinran Kagura, which you know is just on some, you know, uh, a next Why am I level, not surprised? Next level perversion, but uh, <laughs> but I'm definitely looking forward to checking out Sign of Shining Resonance. I think uh, um, an action RPG is something in my wheelhouse, and I haven't had a chance to check out the series for a while, so I like to see where the series has gone. And this is like an HD remaster of a PS3 game uh, that came out back in Japan in 2014, so definitely take a look at that. Um, our old friend Destiny 2, there's an update coming up on there in the next uh, week. Now, it's going to make some tweaks, mainly to multiplayer, so I just want to mention that. Uh, Iron Banner will be going back to its roots for, with some old-school implementations. One of the big tweaks is the increase from 4 versus 4 to 6 versus 6 on there. Um, they're also uh, changing some things with the control zones. They're all going to start off neutral on there. Uh, control zones uh, take slightly longer to capture by default. On there, uh, additional guardians in a zone increases capture speed, and guardians participating in the capture get more super energy on there. So Iron Banner is going to start on March the 6th and last to March 13th. So if you happen to hear uh, this show, uh, give it a gander because I actually might dip my toe back in the waters if I do have the time to do so <laughs> to go and do that on there. Uh, Rumble's also coming back, which uh, if you guys remember Rumble, Rumble is like a super enhanced um, team deathmatch where you're able to go ahead and go in and go crazy on there. You know, super's popping off left and right on there. So, so um, definitely looking forward to that. We'll check to see and if any of you are going to play it or, you know, let us know. We would we'll gladly, you know, maybe cleanse that Monster Hunter um, diet with a little Destiny 2 palate cleanser possibly. We'll have to see. So, Yep. All right. And also this week, um, Sony has finally announced a date for Detroit Become Human. It will be launched at long last on May 25th on there. This is the game that David Cage and his team at Quantic Dream has been working on for quite a few years on this thing. And it finally has a release date. Um, any excitement for this game, guys? Uh, uh, this is usually. I don't know. Oh. This usually isn't my type of game, but I played that. Uh, oh gosh, what was that one where you were that you you played the part of someone that had committed a murder and two detectives. One was one was African American, the other one was white. Uh, it might have been made by this by Quantic Dreams themselves. It came out two generations ago. I can't remember. Uh, Indigo Prophecy was that it? That Indigo Indigo Prophecy is the first game from Quantic Dream. Yeah, so. Indigo Prophecy. I liked that. I really enjoyed that, but I really haven't. Mm-hmm. Other than Heavy Rain, which uh, I played a little bit of, but I don't think I ever f- finished it. Uh, I am curious about this one though, so I, I will I will be picking this one up. Uh, seems to be a, a whole lot of story there. Yeah. 
And one thing to keep in mind, if you do get the digital deluxe edition, which is 70 bucks, you do get a uh, HD version of Heavy Rain along with it as part of the package. So mm-hmm. on there. So if you want to go digital on this, Heavy Rain and, and Beyond Two Souls, both of the games, prior games from Quantic Dreamer, also available. There's already been released for PS4 uh, quite a f- bit ago on there. So they're available online on PSN if you just want to give them a shot, just in case if you're curious about Quantic Dreams at back catalog per se. So. And what were you going to say, Desmond, about Detroit uh, Become Human? Um, not sure about the the cover, <laughs> the, the 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 cover art of the game. I was kind of like, eh, but I don't know. Yeah, I saw the little thing online. Some people were saying that it just would look almost like just horrible, but other people were saying that they actually liked it. So it just depends. It wasn't, it wasn't horrible. It just was like very weird looking. I was just like, okay. <laughs> Uh, if for context, the picture on the cover is basically a picture of one of the androids in the game, and then it's like almost just like a picture of him just looking, a uh, very close-up picture of him, just uh, just of his profile basically, and that's it, and just some graphics in the background. And some people were posting like pictures of like Shrek three on the original okay, Xbox. That's just mean. <laughs> that's just a no. no there's a, that is unnecessary. <laughs> Like seriously, <laughs> come on! Oh, the meat <laughs> game is strong, strong. I, I know. Some people were saying that the cover looks absolutely horrible. So, and there's been there's been a little a little bit of a shade going back and forth about uh, <laughs> Detroit, especially because of David Cage and you know it's, it's kind of insensitivity to like uh, current events out there on there because they're trying to make a, a parallel between the plot of Detroit become human as far as the robots you know constraining to become human and uh, the uh, civil rights with the black lives matter and all that people were trying to you know make a correlation between that which is to me kind of apples and oranges in my opinion yeah there but uh um you're kind of putting his feet to the fire you know in the gaming press a little bit and it was kind of irritating him to no end a little bit so so that's a whole other thing in the nutshell about that but all right, and that's the news this week, guys. All right, then. Thank you for, for sharing that information with us, Joe. So our contact information, uh, as was mentioned earlier, you can contact our show through our email, which is gamingvessels at gmail.com. We would like to encourage you to hit us up there if you'd like to be on the show to share your points of view on gaming you want to talk about what you've been up to. You want to uh, uh, share your perspective in an email that's going to be that will be read on their next show. Please hit us up at gamingvessels at gmail.com. You can also contact us in the Twitter sphere. I am at shownuff seventy one s h o n u double f the number seven one. Des is at at the Nemo six. T-H-E-N-E-M-O, the number six. And Trader Joe can be found at Joe Fongul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. We're also on PlayStation Network. Trader Joe is at Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. I am at Shonuff7, S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number seven. And Des can be found at Nemo Tigger, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. You can also find two of uh, two of us on the Xbox Live. Uh, Joe is Mr. Fongul, M R F O N G U L. 
I am at Shonuff, S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 071. Um, you can find uh, those are our gamer tags there on Xbox Live. Game nights. Game nights for all for at least for now have been moved to Saturdays. So we're looking at Saturday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. We will be on PSN. You can hit us up at the PlayStation Network uh, identifications that I just mentioned just before. And we pretty much have just about all the games or able to get access to all games. I mean, I'm practically at walking distance of a red box. So even if I don't have the game, it can be rented. But uh, I would guess that the game, the game default is going to be Monster Hunter, uh, unless uh, some Destiny is going to jump in in the mix somehow. Uh, particularly with uh, Rosie joining the the, the Destiny drones. <laughs> Of which we were very much a part of. So um, check us out uh, on Saturday. And of course, folks, if there's a game you'd like to play with us, um, hit us up at those those contact points that I mentioned before and let us know what what you're interested in playing. Because as uh, our motto is, which we haven't stated in a long time, we are your gaming vessels and we want to play with you and interact with our listeners. So that's going to bring this episode, season two, episode uh, six. six. <laughs> yeah, I'm old, y'all. Give me, <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> We're going to bring episode six, season two, to a close. We want to thank you all for listening, checking us out. Um, oh, there was something I was going to. There was something I was going to say. Uh, but it completely slipped my feeble brain. We'll save it for next time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was something I was going to say. I can't remember. But anyway, all right, y'all. I'm Shono71. He is Dez, the Bay Area Terror. And he is Trader Joe, the food max of gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. Hope you took good notes. And if you didn't, you can always re-listen to the show <laughs> to yep. get all that information. You know it. And we will catch you next time, y'all. Peace. See you. Bye.